Austin 316 says I just whipped your ass. I would have seen Bo Dallas doing Big Show. And that's sad just because of the Bo Dallas shenanigans he would have pulled. Now, that, you and Lamar are stupid for saying that. I'm sorry. <laughs> this is this is total crap. First of all, bottle boom, realest guys in a world. How you know? Welcome to BS with CSR. My name is Blake Mitchmore. My partner is Shane Shoemaker. And Shane, I'm not even going to let you have an S word tonight because I have the S word. Mm. And the S word is... Shame. shame. I feel shame for the fact that I am partners with possibly the most insensitive blogger on the internet mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and a man that thinks it is okay to make fun of mental illness. Uh, well, I'm just an insensitive prick. And if you don't know that by now, then I mean, you know, sorry. I would like to personally and humbly apologize to Pro Wrestling Mag, whoever the hell you are, and your yeah. Twitter we, photo. Yeah, and your Cesaro photo with the world title on his shoulder. Yeah. And any other person out there on the internet that was offended by my co-hosts and sensitive comments, because I too was offended, but I just chose <laughs> not to voice that offense. Blake is a blogger for the people. I, I, am. I am. I am not. I don't I, care what you think. I, wow. <laughs> I, that, I, that will be in a future show open. Yeah, yeah. I don't care what you think. I, I, I'm the internet. I will, I will fight anybody on the internet as possible. I'm the internet fighting champion. I will challenge anyone. That, and, I, and I only fight on the internet. So come at me. Come at me. I would like to uh, also announce auditions for a new co-host. That yes. is far more sensitive. Uh, okay, enough with that because I honestly don't give a crap what Pro Wrestling Mag thinks. I just you no know, would like to have some fun. Shane, big injury news. Big injury news. Bray Wyatt apparently hurt his calf. Uh, we don't know how bad yet. He was walking on it, so I don't think it can be that bad. But at the same time, We've thought this before, but it seems like maybe he's got a tiny bit of momentum again and he might be hurt. It's not a good time for Bray Wyatt to be injured. No, no, it's not. Um, I mean, come on. This guy, you know, gets on Raw this week and, like, he's he had a – first of all, that was a great main event, especially, you know, considering they're going against the uh, League of Nations. And Bray just came off differently. I mean, he finally embraced – like, the, you know, they let him embrace, I guess – to, to who he was to the to the fans and I don't know I like seeing that side of him and then like it's like almost like oh boom he gets hurt now and I'm just horrible timing I mean you got to you got to feel for the guy well you know the video that that surfaced on the internet today he was walking around on it limping and just didn't feel like he could go you got to hope that if he could actually walk on it maybe it's nothing that major and and by the time they get back from Europe he'll be okay but. Well, if they're not, then yeah, it's a big blow. Well, here's the thing too. I mean, if I'm not mistaken, wasn't he like hurt weeks back? I mean, obviously, I don't think it was his calf, but something maybe his back or something like that. That's yeah, why he we couldn't. Heard, we heard he had a back injury, and that's yeah. why they were kind of that's 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 in a sense, I think, why the Jericho Ambrose Bray Wyatt Brock Lesnar mm-hmm. um, stuff got mixed and switched up. Yeah, yeah, so the guy's pretty beat up right now. I mean, again, well, I think they're all beat up, man. They've been yeah. going a year, you know, a year nonstop. But so we'll see what that happens with that. You know, that we don't like. I said we don't know how long. We don't know how bad. 
Uh, so can't talk in depth about what what it might mean, but what we can talk in depth about is, gosh dang it, we actually had a pretty freaking good Monday Night Raw that gave us a lot to talk about. Go ahead, do your job right. Oh, and by the way, this water, no, domestic, domestic. My husband doesn't drink domestic. He only drink imported European water. Are we farmers? Do I look like a farmer? Does he look like a farmer? No, I don't think so. So, turn around, go ahead, do your job right. So much happened on this edition of Monday Night Raw. I'm not even real sure where to begin, but I guess we can start at the top of the show with old Shane O'Mac. I'm not a big fan of those, hey, let's come out to the ring and set the table for the whole show for 10-minute promos. Uh, But what I did like was that, you know, Shane was involved in backstage segments. He came out in front of the crowd a couple of times to, you know, announce the main event and do other stuff as a, whether he's only around for another week or, you know, going forward, Shane was involved as an on-air authority figure, as opposed to the raw after WrestleMania, where we just heard Lillian Garcia say mm-hmm. per the order of Shane McMahon. Yeah. That, that's the biggest thing. He was threaded throughout the whole show. If he's going to make an impact, if they're going to say that Shane McMahon is running Raw for whatever time he's going to be doing it, he has to be on the show talking about who's in matches, doing what. I'm like you. He doesn't have to come out at the start of the show like the Authority did every week because that's going to get old too eventually. He just has to be there making the Authority decisions. And here's the thing too. They've got to keep this guy. They, they've got to find a way to keep him on the show somehow. I mean, he doesn't have to be there every week, but he has to be there for the majority of the time. I think he'll at least uh, – my my thought right now is he'll at least be involved through SummerSlam until the whole roster gets healthy again. Then they can – you know, if he doesn't want to be around long-term or, or him and Vince can't come to some kind of long-term agreement, then you, you can ease the blow of him not being on TV as much mm-hmm. if – Brock Lesnar's around, Cena's around, Orton's around, Rollins is around. You know, it kind of he can kind of fade away. So my guess is why the roster's still light, even though we've had Cesaro come back and some of these other guys, that that he'll be around through the summer. And guess. and I definitely don't think we saw his last match either. Just pointing that out. Yeah, there. hold off on that for a second. Yeah. But the next thing that stood out to me for Raw is man, Kevin Owens might be fat, but the dude is a star. He, if you go back and watch Monday Night Raw again, the dude was in like four of the first six segments on the show. He came out and interrupted Shane. Then he had a two-segment match. Then he had a couple of backstage segments. And I'll tell you what it's doing is most people were bitching about the fact that Sami Zayn versus Kevin Owens needed the IC title because it needed to mean something. Dude, this feud is already meaning more than the IC title right. with nothing on the line because of what they're doing with Owens. They're making this look like a money feud, like it could be for the world championship or something. And, you know, Sammy isn't really – I I don't – We this may be a segment for another show. I don't like Sammy's all shucks, the un, unknown from the underground, all that. I don't like the all shucks, I'm just here to wrestle stuff. Mm. But Sammy's getting great reactions. Yeah. And Kevin Owens is becoming a freaking star right now. Mm. Yeah, I, well, I see what those two – those two are complimenting each other is what they're doing. That's what they've and, always done. Exactly, that's what they've always done. And it's making Sammy a better face and, and Owens a better heel. 
the only thing I would like to see now that possibly Monday is I know when they kicked Owens out of the building, you know, I, I kind of kept waiting for Owens to somehow sneak back in somehow or oh cause – yeah, or call Zane the match, or even I would have liked something if Zane would have been walking out, you know, kind of down that he lost his match, you know, out in the parking lot, and Owens would have attacked him again. I mean, just something I expected Owens to do something else there. That's that. That's the only thing I was down on. Well, and, and let's talk about this. And this is something that you and old Labar kind of went back and forth on. Do you you think this could be headed to a Shane versus Kevin Owens match? I, I got to tell you, as soon as I saw Owens in the ring with a Shane, I was like, you know what? I, I could see this happening. And those two would – I think those two would work well with each other because they're both kind of chaotic. Uh, obviously, you got to put some kind of street fight label to it. And, you know, I know I know LaBar, me and him went back and forth. We don't know if it could last until SummerSlam, but I think you can. I think you can thread it out and, and, and kind of incorporate in this, this Zane feud. I mean – to me, that's this would be a money match, especially heading into like SummerSlam. I think you and Labar got some of that bald head mojo working or something. Ah, uh, well, you know, hey, bald, bald, bald head guys stick together, I guess. Exactly. All right. So I, another thing, I mean, it's just all positivity, all sunshines and rainbows for Raw this week. I love the new Cesaro entrance. The walk in from the opposite side of the screen, the James Bond gimmick. Still not a fan of not the, the I just the ter, something off about the tearaway suit for me, but I love the walking on the screen opposite, making him different, making him special, and I'm actually starting to feel like maybe Cesaro's finally going to get his run. Yeah, I, I know what you're saying with with the entrance. It, it, is <laughs> is it because you're not sure how to feel of a man stripping off all of his clothes like that? Is that what it is? Feel like you're in a male strip club? Is that what you're talking about? <laughs> no, because I always liked it when Shawn Michaels took off his chaps. Well, you know, yeah, we we all like that though. But um, now you're getting gay. <laughs> but I tell you, the one thing I don't like about his whole gimmick is that earpiece he, he's wearing. I, I don't. Think the, the earpiece is it, – it doesn't look natural to me. It looks – I think it's a Beats headphone, like a little small earbud he's wearing, and it just doesn't look natural. See, and I wonder – that makes me think that he's got to be getting money from Beats. Well, possibly, yeah. Because – and I agree, it doesn't fit because, you know, if you're trying to make him a Secret Service guy, mm-hmm. fits. If you're trying yeah. to make him Bond, doesn't fit. Right. But maybe that's just a compromise because either WWE's getting money from Beats for, you know, because him and Kid warm out there or he's getting money from Beats or something. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's just a compromise. That's the only thing I can think that makes sense. Uh, so, yeah, but, I mean, I'm okay with the tearaway suit. I just yeah. – He does look like he has difficult taking it off sometimes, though. You know what I'm saying? Like he's trying to find the right way to take it off. I don't, it, it's just awkward sometimes. I, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, and I guess you – I don't know. I guess you can't really do the Bond entrance if you don't have the suit on. So, yeah. I don't know. I don't know how I feel. I almost wish, like, he could just walk walk in the Bond way with the sunglasses on, and then if he comes out to do an interview or something, then have the – I don't know. It's just yeah. something about the suit. Rubs something needs on. tweaked, basically. Yeah. Yes. It's not perfect. It's really good, but not perfect. I'll tell you who is perfect in my book. That's freaking Maurice. Well, she ain't perfect at promos. Those were kind of rough, but good God, she's fun to look at. But I will say that even though, even though Maurice, you could tell that Maurice was pretty rusty on cutting promos Monday mm-hmm. night, that whole vibe of the, the the Hollywood hot wife and saying all that stuff about The Miz, 
it's going to make the Miz a player again. Maybe not world championship player, but he's going to be a top heel in WWE again, and he needs to be because I don't give a damn what people say. That guy is good. Oh, well, mainly because this dude, he's kind of like, you know, Cody Rhodes, too. Those guys, whatever you put them in, they thrive in. And, and The Miz is no different. That dude loves WWE. He loves what he does. I mean, you can tell when he's on the real world, that's all he did. That's all he thought about anyway. Right. So, again, Maurice compliments him in such a way, you know, because it fits that whole Hollywood, you know, so-called A-lister he's trying to be. You know, the bleach blonde, you know, she's hot. You know, they're they're drinking, you know, they don't drink domestic waters and all that stuff, which was great. Uh, again, everything about this guy could be absolute money. I'm like you. I'm not saying he's going to be a main eventer, but, like, He's fun to hate. It's okay to hate wrestlers. That's what you're supposed to do with your heels. He's going to be fun to hate. That's exactly what the Miz is, and he he's he's great at what he does. Maybe he might main event. Maybe WrestleMania 33. We get The Rock versus the Miz. I don't hate that, honestly. I mean, I wouldn't. I really wouldn't hate that. Wow, I was just spitballing. I, I, I'm just saying, I, I'm not I'm not totally hating on the Miz anymore. I mean, I watched him at you know at 27, the one I was at, and his whole entrance of that entire show was fantastic. Okay. Roman Reigns. I like cocky prick Roman Reigns. Mm -hmm. But something didn't connect with me this past week on Raw. I that the that the the I'm not the good guy, I'm not the bad guy, I'm just the guy. Felt a little more forced to me. It felt mm -hmm. not like a catchphrase, it felt like a crutch. And you know, when Austin said Austin 316 says, I just whipped your ass. Never felt like a crutch. When The Rock said, you know, when The Rock said, if you know what The Rock if you know, I can't even say it. If you smell what The Rock is cooking, <laughs> never felt like a crutch. Hell, when Enzo Amore tells us he's the realest guy in the room or in a bona fide gene, a bona fide stud and all that stuff, it doesn't feel like a crutch. It's a catchphrase. And so, like, I don't know, man, like, I really like the direction they're taking Roman, but it's still just not getting there. And I'm not, I'm starting to think maybe he can't get there. Um, you know, I'm like you, it felt a little bit forced Monday. It didn't feel as natural, but here's the thing. I don't mind him saying this all the time because, you know, if he's going to be heel and they're going to go that way, he can say that all the time and just annoy the absolute piss out of people with it. Just to constantly saying that, you know, like like other catchphrases have gone. Now, granted, he's going to have something to have to go with it to get to that point in his catchphrase. Well, and right? here's what I think: I, I I think the WWE's making a big mistake by putting Roman out there by himself. When when even though it's Sheamus, when Sheamus and those guys came out there, Roman was much more comfortable and much more at at ease. It looked like he was at ease. So, like, I think that if, you're, if you really want to get this I'm not a good guy, I'm not a bad guy, I'm the guy thing over, even it, just to piss the fans off, you got to give him somewhere out there like, you know, AJ out there calling him a prick or saying, God, you're, you know, for somebody, you know, I've been busting my ass and I'm humble and you're just this cocky a you know, and he can't say cocky a-hole, but, you know, you get the gist. That way Roman can be like, look, man. I'm not a good guy. I'm not a bad guy. I'm just the guy. It it needs he Roman need Roman is ten times better when he has somebody to play off of. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. Yes. Roman is not you know 
Roman is not that guy that can go out there, and they're not making him cut the 20-minute promo that Rollins did or some mm-hmm. of the other champions. Roman just – I don't think Roman needs to go out there and cut any promos alone. I think his opponent that month, like Monday, AJ needs to come out and start talking. Roman needs to come out and play off of him. That's how it needs to be done. Yeah, well, I, yeah, I don't, I don't know if you saw the AJ Styles interview with Michael Cole where he talked about he's going to knock the chip off Roman's shoulder that he holds. That was actually a really good interview. I hope they play more off that. But I have to say, you know, and I know we're going to get into this as the weeks go on for the, you know, the payback show. But in payback next week? No, it's May first. Oh, okay. Maybe so. Yeah, we still got a little while. Um, but you know, AJ's not the best promo guy, and AJ's a lot better than he used to be. He is. He is. I'll give you that. And, and obviously, Roman's not the greatest promo guy. So I'm interested to see how they play off of each other in the weeks going you know and plus we got a decent little ride you know the way to pay back so it's going to be interesting to see how they they play off of each other all right well that that was a bulk of what happened at raw but the other thing that happened at raw that we need to talk about for a couple minutes and kind of you know speculate on where it could go is we actually have a number one contenders tournament for the tag team championship i didn't even know we had enough tag teams in wwe to have a tournament but apparently we do so let's talk about it the only reason why you exist is because of us. Uh, 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 no, 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 Devin. The reason why I exist is because my mom and dad got it on. I don't. All right. The best thing about this tag team tournament may be the, <laughs> the bracket and the fact that it's sponsored by Bootios, but... <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> um, so the way the first round of the bracket laid out was Usos versus Social Outcasts. You watch Monday Night Raw, you saw the Usos one, then they got their ass kicked by Gallows mm-hmm. and Anderson. We're going to talk about Gallows and Anderson here in a second so, with our boy JD from NY, so you definitely want to listen to that. The other One of the other first-round matchups was Golden Truth versus the Vaude Villains. If you checked out SmackDown spoilers, spoiler alert, the Vaude Villains win. The Another first-round matchup is Big Cass and Enzo versus The Ascension. Spoiler alert, Enzo and Cass wins if you're listening to this before SmackDown goes off. And then, obviously, on Monday, you saw the Dudley Boys beat the Lucha Dragons, and apparently Callisto might be hurt. Who really gives a crap? But It's hard. So, we're, we're headed for a semifinal of Enzo and Cass versus the Dudleys and the Vaude Villains versus the Usos or maybe the Bullet Club. We're going to say Usos for these purposes. Mm-hmm. So for me, I think – here's how I think it's going down. I think the, I think the, the Bullet Club will attack the Usos again, causing the loose of the Vaude Villains. Enzo and Cass will beat the Dudleys. And then in the finals – the Vod Villains will beat Enzo and Cass because of interference from the Dudleys, furthering this Dudley Enzo and Cass rivalry, which is fan freaking tastic because Enzo More is amazing on the microphones. How you doing? Uh, what do you think about it, Shane? I, I, I'm thinking. I don't know. I, I know we've seen this match between them a thousand times, but I can really see the Dudley boys winning this because. You know, they're going to cheat somehow to beat, you know, uh, Enzo Big Cass. That's also going to p- piss off Enzo Big Cass. And somehow the Dudleys will get in the championship match. And then, you know, Enzo Big Cass will cause them the match. And then not only because the way I see it, you know, the Dudley boys, they're kind of pushing them now. You know, their, their Blu-ray just came out. They're trying to promote them a little bit, being the best tag team in the world. 
you know, and I can see them being like, you know, look, we're about to prove we're the, the tag team champions once again. We can't be stopped. And then they get close. Enzo B. Cass come out, screw them out of it. I don't know. I think that's a money match for payback. So I can see that. I, I guess my thing is why I went the way I went is, is with Enzo and Big Cass being as over as they are, I don't like the idea of them losing their first big match on the main roster. I I, I see that. The only thing is I think they can survive it. You know what I'm saying? They are oh, so no, I agree. And that's why I think your scenario is, is not that far-fetched at all. Wow, I think that was almost a compliment from you. That's shocking. Well, not quite. I mean, it's it's a little stupid, but it's just not. I mean, I'm taking it for what it is. Stupid. It's not Ron making fun of Ronda Rousey's. You know. I know. I know. Suicide thoughts. Stupid. I know who well, who would say something like that. You in your bald head. <laughs> but so, I mean, I, the bottom line is looking at this bracket. I think because the new day is such overwhelming baby faces now mm-hmm. one of the two heel tag teams remaining the vaudevillains or the dudleys have to win this thing yeah you, oh yeah you cannot put enzo and Cass against the new day i don't think unless you're going to flip one of them no no and again i know you you said you- although although i'll say this if you did put enzo and Cass versus the new day freaking hilarious segments would ensue because of that Oh, the, the, the promos between the two would be unreal. I mean, you wouldn't even have to watch the match. I mean, you, you didn't have I to wouldn't watch match the between. match. I would turn it off. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just do a segment between them, just to have them yeah. talking back and forth. Uh, so, I mean, I th- Shane says Dudley's. I say Vaughn Villains. I think we're in, and we both think that a heel's got to come out of this. Mm-hmm. I think the two purposes, whether, whether your scenario is right or my scenario is right, we're not that far off. A heel tag team wins. And the purpose of this tag team tournament is to get a heel team for the New Day to face very soon and to further the, the rivalry between Enzo and, Enzo and Big Cass and the Dudley boys. How you doing? So, with that being said, it's time once again coming back. Our boy JD from NY bringing his goon of the month. And I got a little bone to pick with him, too, about his thoughts on WrestleMania and the product and all this stuff. So just sit back and enjoy the effing goon of the month, bro. What is going on, guys? JD from New York here. This is JD's fucking goon of the month. All right, we brought him back. Our boy JD from Menwise back to give his effing goon of the month. JD, what's happening? What's going on, guys? Thanks for having me this month again. I got I got a lot to talk about. <laughs> this is gonna be good. To talk about, man. Well, floor's yours, and Shane and I'll just react to whoever the goon is. All right. Well, being that WrestleMania to me um, is come and gone, and uh, I'm happy that it's gone because um, I was very vocal about WrestleMania this year. We're, g- we're going to leave that in the past, and we're going to talk about what happened on Monday Night Raw. My, my goon of the month has to be WWE creative and how they handled Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson's debut on Monday Night Raw. Uh, I'm very, very... Um, Indifferent with this. I, I don't hate it, but I don't love it either. I mean, the door was open for something monumental to happen at a pay-per-view. Having that debut happen in the middle of a random Monday Night Raw in April against the Usos 
while a tag team tournament's going on, I mean, it's a little confusing to me because the impact of it now is lessened. We knew they were coming, but I, I think it could have been a bigger impact if they did come out and side with either AJ Styles or Roman Reigns, whoever they want to side with that payback. Um, WWE can still fix this, in my opinion. They have a lot of different doors that they could explore. And some of the things that I talked about, the simplistic one is going with AJ Styles and realigning the Bullet Club, or whatever you want to call them, Bulletproof in WWE. Have Gallows and Anderson in the tournament and win the whole thing while they capture the tag team titles. Have AJ Styles beat Roman Reigns for the title and pretty much have an NWO takeover. Or an extreme risk, which I think WWE can afford, is flip-flop roles. Anderson and Gallows side with Reigns to screw over AJ Styles and form a new Bullet Club with Roman Reigns as the leader, while AJ Styles reforms a new shield with a returning Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose. I think that would be interesting and intriguing. And uh, I think WWE really screwed this up with having it on Monday Night Raw instead of a payback. That's that, just my opinion on that. That that scenario, I agree with you, is, is very intriguing. But let me ask you this. You are a... Uh, we'll just call a spade a spade. We're all in the IWC, but you are a very vocal leader of the IWC. And don't you think, like hearing Roman Reigns as the leader of a new Bullet Club, don't you think in a way that's just a kick right to the dick of every IW's hardcore fan <laughs> to have the guy they hate the most be the leader of a, a faction they love? I'll tell you what, man. If they continue on the path with Roman Reigns as far as him playing up to the crowd and being vocal and feeding off the negativity like he has been in the last two weeks, I am all for it because I want to see how he can handle this role. I think this is a role that he can flourish in. Um, and I don't think WWE is going to turn AJ Styles heel, which I originally wanted before he even debuted at the Royal Rumble. I wanted AJ with the Bullet Club to come in his heels, but seeing how well he's doing with merchandise and far as his matches have been fantastic, the one with Sami Zayn on Monday Night Raw was unbelievable. If he's going to continue doing that, I say keep him as a babyface and have him run as a face and pursue Roman Reigns as a heel and have him continue doing what he's doing. I can believe in Roman Reigns if he continues on this path as pretty much the, I, I don't, you know, the prick of, you know, the WWE. Well, Blake, you know, I, I know you mentioned, like you said, to piss off the IWC if you join Reigns. I think that's what they want to do. I mean, if they're going to make, like, Reigns a complete heel anyways, I mean, why wouldn't that be the way they want to go? And, J.D., you know, you talked about how you don't know why they kind of had him on Raw. I think that's just kind of what they're trying to make Raw again, maybe something shock value again, and they're trying to, like, bring all these surprises in and maybe make people watching again and this whole new shame man run Raw. That's the biggest reason I can think why they brought them on on Raw. I mean, I, I'm like you. I would like to see it maybe at a pay-per-view to see if they were done like that Bullet Club type thing. But I don't really have a problem with them that they were debuted on Raw because I think we might see the story progress until payback maybe. I hope so. I mean, uh, the, the ratings for Raw this week were worse than last week. I know yeah. that for a fact. Were they um, really? I didn't see that. Yeah, yeah, they were, they were, they were worse. And I, to me, I thought it was the best Raw in the last two years. To be uh, totally honest with both yes, of you. absolutely. Um, I mean, everything about it was just great. It was simplistic. Everything flowed. It was simple booking that you can follow. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm with you, man. I, I like seeing new faces on Raw, so I really didn't mind it. But I, I did mind the creative aspect of it. And I think I hope mm -hmm. WWE didn't pigeonhole themselves here by ruining a great moment and wasting it on a random Raw mm -hmm. instead of a payback. Yeah, it, it's it's interesting to think where they're going to go. Uh, I mean, I almost feel like right now they're going to um, – they may just be just a normal tag team for a, a – mm -hmm. and maybe they run through that tournament because you – I think you're dead on. 
the most people think, oh, they're going to side with AJ. Well, WWE's not turning AJ heel right now. He's, no. the, the fans love him too much. He's selling way too much merchandise. I mean, every time I look, those stupid gloves are sold out. And so if AJ's not turning heel, that means that the attack of the Usos wasn't to attack Roman Reigns' family. But I, I don't know. I just, I, I'm intrigued by the idea, but I can't see WWE starting a new Bullet Club with Roman as the head of it. I think it's a risk that they can take, man. And then, I mean, it even opens up a door for Finn Balor. I mean, everybody's talking about Finn Balor being aligned with Anderson and Gallows. I don't want him coming in as a heel. I want him as a face because his whole his whole entrance is just reeks face when he comes out as a demon. Yeah. Right. You know, I have no idea how Finn Balor. There's, I don't think there's any way Finn could be a uh, a heel. There's just no way. I think that would be impossible. Yeah. All right. Before we before we let you get out of here tonight, you were. <laughs> incredibly vocal about how much you hated Wrestlemania. <laughs> Calling it one of the three worst Wrestlemanias of all time. I'm not going to sit here and argue that it was good, a really good one, but I think for, I think calling it that bad is probably a little, bit of a, a little bit of an overstatement in my opinion. But you've also, I've heard you recently say you, they like, screw the casuals, you, like, I've got to ask a question for you, and we all represent the internet and the, the the internet wrestling community. Don't you? If you're running a business, if and and I I hear the I hear the hashtag JD for creative. If JD is on the creative team, JD's the head of creative in WWE. Don't you think you have to try to go for the casuals and not? We watch every week, regardless of whether we love it or hate it. Don't you think that's what you have to go for? Is the casual fans? I, I agree with you, man, but don't treat me as an idiot as far as WWE goes. I mean, everything that they did, I mean, look, I was in, I was in that uh, Wrestle Rumble thing, dude. I didn't get one, I didn't get one prediction right. I, don't think I, I didn't get one goddamn prediction right. WWE, it's like WWE pretty much with WrestleMania. They wanted to stick up the middle finger to every one of us. I had Kevin Owens winning, which was a logical thing. And now after, you know, Monday Night Raw and the way Cesaro's being built up against The Miz, I don't mind it too much. But giving Zack Ryder a win and having it taken away the next night, and that just wreaks stupidity to me. Jericho and AJ Styles, we've seen it four times. I don't, I don't give a shit if they put out a five-star match. It wasn't going to interest me. <laughs> Seriously. The, at the time the women came out, that's when, you know what? Okay, now WrestleMania's starting because everything leading up to that was a waste. Right. The, the League of Nations come out and they got the, the, the legends and they beat the New Day, they beat the tag team champions and then are wasted with a stunner. I mean, give me a break. You know, and then the Roman Reigns thing. You don't don't get me started on Roman Reigns and Triple H. Awful main event. <laughs> and the Rock well, and Bray Wyatt. Please don't even get me started on that either. <laughs> yeah, you know that. I don't. And like Labar said, dude. I mean, Shane jumping off a cell that doesn't end the match. That's the first thing I was thinking. No, I, like I said, there's no, there's no. It wasn't a great WrestleMania. It doesn't rank in the top. I mean, but you know, worst three ever. I don't know about all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know. That's there's some pretty bad ones out there. <laughs> Creatively, I, I think the way WWE went into this, uh, you know, maybe I was a little bit over exaggerating, but the way WWE went into this with creative and the way they, you know, penciled this WrestleMania in, it's like they phoned it in for sure. It's like they wanted it to end before it even started. That's just my my take on it. Did, now let me ask you this: Do you think my take on WrestleMania now is that it is not? It, it is. It's almost. Like, they build a little bit of storyline going up to it, but there's no continuation after it. It is, we saw it two weeks ago on Monday. WrestleMania is not, is the end of the year, and there is a complete 
uh, you know, New Year. I mean, it's a New, new Year, year starting oh, next yeah. week. And and I'm wondering if that's the direction they're going from now on. That there's not there's not going to be, you know, that was to do with, with Rollins last year. Nobody saw that coming, and then Rollins ran for the the next year. It was almost like so. I think that's the direction WrestleMania is going. Is that it's you're not going to see a continuation or you know, even common sense booking in WrestleMania. It's just going to be get to the match and then everything else starts over the next night. Well, WWE continued it last year with Brock Lesnar being suspended until he came back at SummerSlam. That I mean, if it's that important of a, of a storyline, I, I want it to continue. But the way WWE handled it this year, I'm glad they hit a massive reset. And the way it's looking now, I think payback is actually going to be a better pay-per-view than WrestleMania. Just the way, just the way the tentative card looks. Yeah, match-wise, you, you've I got an argument there, yeah. that's for sure. can't argue. All right, man. Well, before we let you go, let everybody know where they can find you. On YouTube, as always, JD from NY206. On Twitter, same thing, JD from NY206. And on ProWrestlingTees.com slash off the script. Merchandise up there, man. My own online store. I'm not going to lie. I might have to buy me a Goon City t shirt. Got <laughs> <laughs> the segment on the show. I feel like I got to go to Goon City. <laughs> All right. Well, that's it for JD this month. Catch him next month on JD's Effin' Goon of the Month. Thanks, man. Uh, thanks a lot, guys. Appreciate it. Well, that's it for this week. We talked about a lot of stuff. Bray Wyatt got hurt. Shane is way too insensitive. JD mm. hates WWE creative. JD hates WrestleMania. I mean, there's so much to talk about. So much we talked about. So much we covered. Shane, you got any final words? Uh, just that I'm the best uh, internet fighting champion of all time. So, and I will, I will take, I will take them all on Twitter any day of the week. I don't have anything else to say after that. Exactly. Uh, follow Shane at schumaker 24 He'll be tweeting more controversial blogs and pissing people off by making fun of mental illness. Mm-hmm. Um, follow me at Blake Mitchmore if you want really creative blogs with great <laughs> insight and um, storytelling ability. And <laughs> Joke. Make, make sure you're uh, checking us out at CSRWrestling.com. We'll catch you next week. Another Prom queen, so young and so insecure. Ladies and gentlemen, this public service message was brought to you by your friends from Degeneration X, who would like to remind each and every one of you that if you're not down with that, we've got two words for you.